Welcome to Spiritual Fertility. I am your host, Allison Buckland. I am a mother to a miracle and a highly intuitive and transformational teacher, coach, and healer. I believe that each of our life experiences shape us, providing valuable lessons from which we can transform, expand, and evolve in this lifetime. When we are armed with the right tools to bring about our own self-awareness and shine a light upon some of our most darkest experiences, we then begin to experience an awakening and rebirth, a reinvention of ourselves and the conscious awareness to take action and co-create the path ahead. Join me each week and listen in to hear my guests' impactful stories along with their empowering tools to ignite and inspire. I'm providing a supportive, fun, and collaborative space to collectively initiate and motivate change within you, spark your curiosity, and bring hope and inspiration to your own soul's path. I'm excited for you to join me and see what we can discover. Hello and welcome to the next episode of Spiritual Fertility. I am so happy to be back and sitting together with a fairly new friend of mine, somebody that came into my life recently, just in this summer. And so I'm so excited to introduce her to you. And I invite you to sit back and listen with an open heart and mind to what is shared. This is going to be a story of rebirth, of transformation, of spirituality, of taking risks, of new starts, of inner child healing. And the intention that we have for this episode is to keep on your path, to keep evolving, to know that each new mountain that appears is going to keep you on that evolutionary journey. But it is important to dig in and move forward. And that is exactly what my next guest has done. And her name is Amanda Hendricks, and I'm gonna let her introduce herself to you. She is a leader. She has started some exciting things in our city. She is a positive influence in our community, and I'm so excited for you to meet her. Amanda, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Awesome, thank you so much, Allison, for having me. Um, my name is Amanda Hendricks. I have lived in Baltimore for almost five years now. I am originally from kind of all over. I was a military kid, um, but the long story boring, I'm from Alabama. I went to college in Alabama. I lived in Alabama until I was 30. I then moved to Boston for three years and then moved to Baltimore near almost five years ago, which is crazy to think about. But currently, I am the president and COO of a travel nursing agency. I am the founder of the Baltimore Business Women Network, which is a, a new um, endeavor of mine and a new community that we're forming here in the city. Um, and I am a avid and lover of travel. I love to travel. It's like my very favorite thing. So when I'm not working really hard or spending time in meditation, I'm usually hopefully traveling and usually near the ocean. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit about me. Is that a good introduction? <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. And we actually met in Baltimore through this awesome community that Amanda started called the Baltimore Business Women. And it's funny because prior to the community even starting, 
my own energy healer in one of my sessions brought up that there was going to be a group that was in my city that she could see me interacting with women one-to-one. -one. And once the group, once I got invited to the group, I was like, wait a second, <laughs> this is amazing. And it's because I've been a part of a lot of networking events yeah. and networking groups here in Baltimore. But I, I love the uniqueness of what you've brought here to bring women together. And it grew really fast. So we connected online for a call and I just love what you've started there. So tell us a little bit about, first I'd like to go back and find out what brought you here to Baltimore um, yeah. and why did you choose here? And so you can share kind of that transition in your life. Cause we all have these different like inflection points or transition points that kind of lead us to the next part of our journey. So what brought you here to Baltimore? Yeah, well, I was in a relationship prior to living here uh, and we were living in Alabama at the time and uh knew that we both wanted to leave alabama and 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 start somewhere different and so we went to boston for a little while and i ultimately i learned a lot in boston i was inspired by a network of women in boston as well that inspired me to start the baltimore business women and i was just in a really unhealthy relationship to be totally honest and it, we weren't good for each other and um I was kind of looking for a different direction. I felt my soul being called to do something different. I wasn't sure what, but because of the networking group, the Boston business women that I was in, um, I was inspired by those women to start a side hustle where I was doing social media marketing consulting because um, I have a marketing background and I started doing it on my own. And the very first client that I signed um, was is the the company that I run now, and uh, that company, a couple of the founding members lived in the Baltimore area, and we're all we all work remote. But I came here to visit a couple times because I was working with these people, and um, it just made sense. It was just kind of like a landing place. I was like, oh, I don't want to go back to Alabama, but this seems cool. I have a few friends in D.C. and. I know some people in Baltimore and why not Baltimore? So I kind of came here in 2019 as a respite to figure out where I was going to go next. I was a digital nomad working remotely, um, working for myself. And um, I, I fell in love with how charming the city is, which is, you know, they call it the charm city for a reason. And yeah, then COVID hit and I was like, well, I guess I'm going to be here for a minute. For a while. Um, and then after COVID started to die down, during COVID, I wanted to start this group, but it just wasn't at the right time because I run a travel nursing agency. So as you can imagine, COVID was wild times for us. We were very, very busy trying to staff a global pandemic, which was a huge responsibility and a calling for us. And it it wasn't the right time. And then once COVID started to die down, I was like, okay. I think I'm ready to start this group. I've been wanting to do it. I I had such a great experience in Boston and I wanted to replicate that for other people because that group and this opportunity that led me here was life-changing. Um, my timeline totally shifted. I went on a health and wellness journey, lost a bunch of weight. Um, I just have continued to evolve as a person over the last five years. And um, yeah, so... 
Uh, it's just kind of crazy how it all happened, but it's not crazy because that's how the universe works, right? We just, it's just our job to pay attention to the, to the signs. I always say to follow the illuminated path. That's like one of my things. Everything we need is around us. We just have to pay attention. So that's what led me here. I know it's kind of a long story, but. No, it's for sure. It's exact. I love that you say that. Follow the illuminated path. I, yeah. as you were speaking, I was thinking, of course, it is those divine breadcrumbs. I have a good friend who ha has said that divine breadcrumbs that we follow. And how crazy is it? You're first, you're, you're inspired by your group to start a business. Your first client becomes the company that now you are an integral leader for and help to grow, which led you here, which inspired you to start the Baltimore Business Women. I mean, it's so perspective is really wonderful when we can sit back and be like, okay, that's yeah. why that all happened. And yeah. it allows us to be co-creators for our own life. So, you know, we do have personal responsibility. Everything's a choice. We make those choices. We move things along. And I'm glad that you followed those nudges to start the group and that it was time to do so uh, because we were able to meet and there are also wonderful women in the group. And it's a community that I'm sure will continue to grow yeah. for sure. Yeah. And, and man, it was just like electric as I put it out there and there were, the response was overwhelming. And I re remember the very first event, and I know you were there, we had 50 women at our very first event. And I just remember standing there and everyone looking at me and I was like, what do I do now? <laughs> Here we are, I guess we're doing this. Um, but I had like a couple of women come up to me and say things like, it's almost like we've all just been waiting for someone to do this. And I was like, well, I, I, sorry, guys. Sorry it took me so long. But yeah, <laughs> it's, it's been really cool uh, to see like who's kind of come to me. I've, I've let it just happen organically. But every event, it's because another a different woman has come to me and says, hey, I want to I want to co-host an event with you. And and I kind of let them like, you know, become the master of it and just support them. And I put it out there and promote it. And that's what I love to do is connect people and kind of promote people. So yeah, it's cool. Especially women coming together to not really for any specific agenda, because that, I mean, like going to event and like handing out business cards and like, that's just, you know, it's connecting on a different level. The events that I've been to, it's, I've had some really great conversations. Um, and one thing that stood out to me when we met and we, we ended up having a conversation, but that we connected on, I think immediately, like in your introduction repo introduction post or mine or something like that was you talking about, um, some of the tools that you use such as breath work and journaling. And I was like, oh yeah, she's into spirituality. This is amazing. <laughs> so, which is a great transition into what led you i mean you've talked about the illuminated path but really what led you into spirituality and maybe some of the tools that you've used that have helped you in your healing journey yeah yeah i think it's like a little bit of everything but i think it was talk therapy is where i started i found i happened to google i was looking for a therapist in baltimore and i found one and and she's incredible i've been seeing her for four years and her website, she talked a lot about acceptance. 
And that was like her main thing is like her therapy style is to teach people how to accept things and move past them. And, and I was like, ah, I, that really spoke to me. Um, and then I went and I met her and turns out um, she was very spiritual as well. She's a Christian and I could talk to her about God and, and that was really crucial for me. And she taught me how to really be with myself and, and, and I had started with journaling and I, and it, it took me almost a year of her telling me to start journaling before I did, because I didn't really know like what to do. And like, I'm, you know, I'm an adult, I'm an adult a female human and I'm 30 something years old. And I'm like, I don't know what to write. Um, and I'm actually, you know, I'm pretty good with my words. I've been in sales my whole life. So it was an interesting thing that I had to overcome. But once I started doing it, I was like, oh, this is like, it felt like my soul. I was like talking to myself or I was listening to myself by journaling. Um, and then that led me into meditating. Um, and I didn't quite understand meditating. Um, and I, she wanted me to get into breath work. So there was like this breath work meditation thing and that was here, but like, I didn't, I didn't quite get it like, or grasp it. And, um, so I started like, like Googling meditations and guided meditations and, and, um, doing some just really basic breath work. And I realized, well, if anything, it's just good for me to just sit still, like, just be still, you know, you don't always have to be going and going and going. And, um, I think that's like a part of like, people pleasing that I developed as a kid, uh, is like always trying to, you know, make everyone happy or be hyper aware of, um, everyone's emotions around me. And, and, uh, but I really needed to learn how to be grounded and rooted in myself, um, and grounded and rooted to Gaia and the, and the universe and connected spiritually. And it, it took some time, but um, really, I think like for that, one of the turning points was I found, um, a meditation guide on TikTok who has now become one of my really good friends. Um, his name is Joey Labussi, Labossier. Um, he's out of Canada and I'm so proud of him. Actually, he was just featured, um, in the San Francisco examiner as a top 10 meditation coaches to watch this year or something. And, he's a hypnotherapist and I found him. He does live meditations on Instagram live and TikTok live. And he does them every Sunday night. And I was like, I don't know something about the way he did it and made it click. And I was like, Oh my God, I understand it. I get it. Like I understand how to meditate. Um, so once I met him and found him, it unlocked so much because I ended up doing hypnotherapy work with him. And that is really like when you want to talk where we were talking about like climbing one mountain and then looking down and seeing you're at another one and spiraling up. That's when I started tapping in with meditation, hypnotherapy, that's really when my healing started to, to, to unfold. So, yeah, so that's kind of how it all came about. Sure. I can really connect with you on the, I'm a recovering people pleaser as well. And that, I mean, that goes back to childhood, right? Yeah. And what we hear and what we see and what we've taught and what we need to do to gain attention. And I mean, I think there's so many women that are in the same boat, men and women too, but just speaking right. on behalf of women that I speak with and come across, it's like, 
that people pleasing, that seeking outside of validation, what are they going to think of me? And self-acceptance, you talked yeah. about acceptance and how important that is and learning the acceptance that comes with, you know, the journey ahead. And you touched on um, some, your healing modality, right? Hypnotherapy and what that's done for you. We talked yeah. a little bit about some healing that we do through that. And what we talked about earlier and why don't you kind of lead into a little bit about because i think this is so important that inner child healing and what that can reveal to us um so as much or as little as you'd like to share but tell yeah. me a little bit or tell our our listeners a little bit about your experience with that and i mean how important it is for sure yeah um i just have to touch on the fact that i may have to pick up my dog because she's getting a little uh, she wants attention. Speaking of inner child, um, I, <laughs> I have been, I swear I manifested this dog when I started after I really like dug into my inner child healing. Um, and I think she came along in my life. I think the universe sent her, God sent her to me, uh, to help me heal my inner child. She's a special dog. Um, she might have to join us, but yeah. So when I met, when I found my meditation coach, um, I found out he was a hypnotherapist, a clinical hypnotherapist and a really, really good one. And he does group workshops um, and they're different. They have like different themes or subjects they focus on. And so um, two summers ago, not this past summer, but the summer before I did a group workshop where it was four sessions inner child work and it was all on zoom and there was probably like five women um he does men and women but it just happened to be all women in this group and it was four hypnotherapy sessions so we did like one a week for four weeks and it was like an hour and a half and each week we focused on a different age range and we went into mm -hmm. hypnotherapy which is if you've ever done clinical hypnotherapy it's just like a very very deep meditative state and you're tapping into your subconscious and your memories and it's really really powerful um and so what it does is he helps you or if you find whatever hypnotherapist you're working with but they will essentially help you go back to a certain time in your life when you felt a certain way and then they help you kind of see it from a different perspective almost like you take your higher self back to comfort your inner child in those moments and say, you know, God was there the whole time. Um, you are not alone. I'm here now. And it helps you kind of rewrite some of those patterns and those belief systems that we learned subconsciously as children. And we didn't understand how to process what was going on, whether that would be being around death or if you were abused or if you, you know, like my dad was in the military my mom was a nurse, so I was left alone a lot. So that affected me. We moved a lot. I was always the new kid. There were certain things that I always knew affected me, but I didn't quite understand how it was affecting me as an adult until I tapped into it. And then I realized like, oh, well, okay. So, you know, that's maybe why I had some unhealthy, um, you know, behaviors as an early adult that led me into an unhealthy relationship. Um, so getting out of that, I really needed to like, what I realized is I needed to face myself. I needed to face myself and my inner child and get face to face with her and, and sit next to her. And even in my, my hypnotherapy, like 
I could feel myself sitting next to my inner child. Like that's how palpable and powerful it was. And to be able to just be, to still hug myself and tell her like, you are safe. Um, I got you, like, I'm not going anywhere. And, and that in and of itself was super powerful. And then we, every week we, we went a little bit older. So we went from like really small to like, like, you know, young teenager to teenager to like young adult. And, and in those like hypnotherapy sessions, he'll like, he'll say, you know, let's think of a time when, you know, you felt, um, scared or, you know, think of something that happened recently and think of a time when you were a little bit, it reminded you of, and go back to that moment and you get to go back and kind of rewrite and take your power back from those moments. And so that was really therapeutic. And I think that like, I thought when I, when I was done with those therapy sessions, I was like, I, I am good. I think I healed my inner child. Like it's such a funny, like spiritual thing. It's like, I think I did it. Right. And what I didn't realize is I was just scratching the surface. I had just opened the door. Um, because I think like we, you know, especially if you go through trauma as an adult, which I have that trauma almost like compounds on top of your childhood trauma. So you have to peel it all back all the way back to like you were an infant, you know? And, uh, so after that summer for the next like year, year and a half up until like this past summer, honestly, I was just in this raw, vulnerable state where I just kept having memories pop up that I would have to like like recognize and face and walk myself through, okay, I have the tools to deal with this now. And if I don't deal with this now, it's going to deal with me later. Um, and so, and, you know, like going back to like, what's going on now, like with the, the women's network and my company, I have always known that I've wanted to like guide people down their illuminated path, or at least be a light on it. And I, I've always known that I needed to do work on myself and my inner work, um, before I could do that. And I've, I've always taken that really seriously and passionately because I had so many people along my path, like mentors that really went above and beyond for me. Um, and I, you know, want to do that for other people, but yeah, so that's kind of been my, that's been my inner child journey and it's still going, <laughs> it's still going. For sure. I mean, there's so many nuggets there that you shared, but I think yeah. it's important for anyone who is on this path, who is called to listen to this and is called to know that you have a higher purpose and that you're here as a way shower for others. I think yeah. there's a part of you that needs to be a seeker and that part that gets healed. I mean, it's it's evolutionary. It's ongoing. I mean, you mentioned just when you think you've got it. Okay, I did it. That Then there's like another aspect that comes up that that needs to be healed um i once did this course on reparenting your inner child because i think it's important to just understand that these things these wounds these traumas these things that get stored in our subconscious that we push back that we don't want to see we don't want to look at um it's important to take that power back as you mentioned and be in the driver's seat and not have that like 
child be driving, you know, those wounds be the driving force of what relationships we choose, how we interact with others, the people pleasing, the seeking, the, the, all of the other things that come into play. But when you're a light worker and you're on that spiritual path and you are following that illuminated path, it's part of the work. Yeah. I also think it's important to find support in that journey because this is hard stuff to look at. Really it hard. is really hard to look yeah. at, but it's that darkness and it's illuminating that darkness is where the healing, you know, ongoing healing goes. And oh. then it just opens the door. We can't see what's in front of us. We know that we have to go through this first, but you knew you wanted to start this group for many years, but there was work that needed to be done first. I knew I wanted to start this podcast for many years, but there was a lot of work that needed to be done first and will continue to evolve. So yeah. I think it's fun and exciting that us two women who didn't even know each other, you know, are having these different parallel experiences and yeah. we get to come down the path together now and yeah. share for others. I also want to talk just briefly because I was just finding this connection as I'm listening to like, my higher self, my guides, intuition that's coming through, that inner ch that inner child work is like spiritual fertility. I mean, it is like that part that is so crucial to our evolution. And I'm so glad we touched on that and that you shared your journey with that um, moving forward. So what are you up to now? what looking ahead i know we discussed you just came off of like some stressful you know couple months and moving forward but what um are you creating for yourself in the future um moving forward it's a new year you just had a beautiful vision workshop so what's part of your vision amanda uh, that's a great question thank you um I have my vision board like right there um <laughs> you know I, i'm not quite I, I like, I know, but I don't know right now for me, it's an energy. There's a new energy that's, that's like forming or calling me in, or I'm calling in maybe. Um, and I don't know quite what it is, but I know that there's a shift coming for me. Um, and that may be, you know, personally and professionally, maybe one before the other, um, I already know that I'm in a shift right now with the Baltimore businesswoman because that's something that's ever evolving and growing. But I, I honestly, I feel like my partner's coming for me soon. Like I can feel him around, but I, I just don't know exactly where he is. But as far as like with my spiritual journey, I, I'm really like not trying to focus so much on like the tangibles. I'm trying to dig more into uh, my relationship with God and my relationship with myself and making sure I'm taking care of myself and paying attention to the illuminated path and following that and putting that first above my specific desires, you know, um, because what I learned in the past was like, anytime I went against what was meant for me, it was a miserable journey. Like it was like it didn't work. It was hard. It just made it hard. And I just keep getting this message of it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be hard anymore. And even though I, you know, there's hard work, you have to co-create and you have to get your stuff done. You have to take care of yourself. That's hard work. But as far as like things lining up and becoming aligned, that part doesn't have to be hard anymore. It gets to be easy, you know? 
Um, and so that's kind of where my head's at right now. Even though I do have days where I uh, get really down on myself and feel like, oh, what am I doing? Like, I don't know what to do. I need this. I need that. I, I'm trying to just keep bringing myself back to just, you know, take care of yourself, pay attention, and God will provide. And that's, uh, yeah. And my spirit guides that you mentioned spirit guides. If Can we talk about that for a second? Yeah. Uh, I, I never knew what spirit guides were. I've always like heard of guardian angels and I, in, in my world, they're the same thing, but, uh, I, I tapped into spirit guides more. So, uh, about a year and a half ago. And, um, it was, it was just at the right time because I really needed to feel like a physical, almost like a physical palpable spiritual thing around me, like something and, uh, protection almost. Um, and you know, I still now am, am trying to call that in more. Um, I think that's like not, it's kind of hard for people who are just now on a spiritual awakening journey to understand what that is. And that there's might be entities around you to protect you. Um, but I, I do think it's worth talking about. For sure. I mean, just yesterday, I knew I was moving into a situation that was going to be difficult in the work that I do working with four and five year olds every day. And I called in, I'm like, Archangel Michael, come in to protect me for this path ahead. And it's brings you peace. Yeah. Knowing that you have guides and you have guidance systems and you have different things that you can call in to protect or call on to for advice or knowing that that you're moving forward on your path and that you do have protection there so yeah, yeah super fun right yeah it is cool it is cool we could talk about spirit guides on it's a whole other conversation for sure it is a whole other conversation yeah. there's some great meditations out there i can, i have different ones that reveal themselves along yeah. the path um in my own spiritual path too. But um, we talked on a lot of topics today and I think our intention came through to keep evolving in that journey, to mm -hmm. tap into healing your inner child, to move through, to take risks. Yeah, stay curious, stay curious. Stay curious. I am curious. Did you happen to pick, a, do you follow the word of the year? Do you pick a word each year? I do, yeah. I What's your word? My word this year is embody. Embody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my goal with that is to, uh, I think when, when you have a vision and goals, right, it, it, it can look a certain way, but it may not end up being that way. Right. And really what it is, is what I was trying to talk to the women about at the workshop is it's really an energy that we're calling in. Right. So it's like, if you can imagine and envision what you want your life to look like a year from now or five years from now, is that with a partner? Is that you're a business owner? Um, it's how does it make you feel? What is the emotion that is in within that? And if you can tap into that emotion right now and feel the appreciation and the gratitude and the high vibrational energy that that achieving that or calling that in will bring, if you can feel it now, you can call it in. It's already yours. And so that is for me, that's what embody is. I want to embody this, uh, a healthy lifestyle so that I can attract, um, you know, a healthy relationship. I want to embody, uh, being a, a healthy leader so I can attract 
um, new opportunities for me and my team or my future teams. Um, and that, you know, kind of, yeah. So embody what's yours. Happy. Okay. <laughs> that it's I happy and in career, happy in relationships, in finance, and um, health, and just being happy, and that comes in line with embody, right? It's that emotion that we embody and bring forth into it. So yeah, happy. We don't live in fear, but we want to live in joy and happiness and appreciation, like those higher vibrational. Uh, levels of emotion it just it calls in more in it it you know it also signals to the universe that you're ready you know yeah for cool. sure well i have loved our conversation thank you so much for joining and sharing and i'll make sure to get all of your info and include in the show notes so you never know who's going to listen to this because podcasts oh. are fun they exist they will exist for a long time. Might be a travel nurse, might be somebody who's looking to start a group in their town, might yeah. be someone who's interested in connecting with uh, you on, you never know, relationship level. I mean, that's the fun <laughs> of all of this. Um, yeah. you, you should post it in the, um, the, the, the Baltimore Businesswomen group and share it. And there may be some future guests in that group for you. Yes, I would have loved to attract new guests to yeah. this podcast to uh, align with the message of rebirth and transformation and being open to receiving of fertility and our journeys that we are on um, as women coming together. So thank you again so much, Amanda, for sharing. For anybody who's listening to this, please like, subscribe review, share, all of the above so you can help us to reach more light workers on their spiritual path and on their awakening journey who are looking for tools along the way, guidance, relationships, come together, energy, high vibe, all that fun stuff. Thank Thanks you so much. much.